Hello and welcome to the Innate Wisdom Podcast. I, my name is Jill Christensen and I'm a Clarity Coach and I'm here today with Lucy Bainbridge who I'm really delighted to introduce. Lucy is somebody that I have worked with a little bit and I'm going to be working with much more closely in the future so I'm delighted that she's been agreed to have a to be our guest today. Sorry, I'm getting all tongue-tied. I'm so excited. So I'm going to <laughs> hand it to Lucy. So funny. Yeah. And, and first of all, I'm going to ask Lucy to tell us a little bit about herself, her journey to how she discovered the three principles and um, really what they've done from her. And then she's going to tell us all about her very um, exciting business that she's running and how she helps people. So, Lucy, without further ado, over to you. Could you tell us a little bit about how you discovered the three principles and your journey since then? Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. Um, I love talking about this because it always reminds me about how lucky I am really to have discovered this, you know, understanding and love meeting with people such as yourself. Um, thank you. Yeah, so... Um, well, interestingly enough, I had a kind of spiritual awakening before I'd come across the principles. And so I used to struggle with addiction and uh, was lived a very kind of rebellious party girl. Um, like I was a hairdresser at the time. Um, lifestyle where I just basically just did the, my only kind of source of connection and happiness was really when I was off my face on some kind of drug and then I was very addicted to cocaine and uh, I just couldn't see myself getting out of it and so for like years and years probably about eight years I did coke about three or four times a week every single week and often I wouldn't sleep for two or three days or you know a day at least like overnight I just wouldn't sleep so I was always living like a really stressful uh, and I was kind of young enough to carry it off I suppose but I wasn't happy I wasn't happy at all and I really just was very frightened that I would never be able to come out of that um, situation because my identity was very much tied up with happiness drugs equal happiness and that's my only source of fun happiness and because I was bullied when I was younger so I'm just trying to fit a lot in in a short space (laughs) but um, yeah and so being bullied uh, made me feel separate and very like that I really did absolutely fundamentally think that I was less than but I was I was told that because of the way I looked that uh, I was less than and then when I had my operation when I was 17 my face changed uh, but the insecurity didn't change and so uh, but by that point I was already hooked on drinking and the drugs just spiraled so that was how I got to uh, this place when I was 26 and I was just like had been uh, awake for that two or three days after a cocaine binge and I was reading a book that I'd funnily enough just picked up and it was called The Secret so cliche Mm. um, in this world now it's like the baby it's like the ABC (laughs) of the spiritual world but um, it, it for me it was like you know I was reading it and what happened was at some point, I, can't, I literally cannot remember what the words were, but I'd read about half the book 
I just must have dropped. My brain must have just cracked open or something like this. But I just dropped into this, like, I just woke up. I woke up. It's like I physically woke up. And I was so depressed before because there was definitely no effects uh, left of the drugs or anything like that. It wasn't like that. And it, I literally just, the room uh, looked like it had different colors it was like my hand it was like the first time I'd seen my hand and I just got filled with this sense of like amazement and awe and I suppose what I had seen was the difference between I remember thinking so the difference between me and say someone like Richard Branson who had all this money and stuff was the way that we thought and so I just really frigging got it right and then it was like this amazing upward spiral and I couldn't communicate properly with my partner at the time. And that point, like uh, I stopped smoking within two months, uh, cocaine, basically that addiction just completely got dropped pretty much overnight, which I had struggled with for ages. And then I started learning and learning and learning about spirituality and all of this stuff. And I just kind of, that was like the moment where I, that was the pivotal moment in my life where I just saw I could do anything. I could be anything. Everything was made up in my mind. And so, but then when I was absolutely desiring to speak about it, all I had was this book, the secret and the secret (laughs) tells you how to think and and it was all about manifesting. And I was like, but I didn't manifest anything. I just had this amazing awakening. So then when I heard Jamie Smart speak about insight, I was like, that's what happened to me. I had a friggin' insight. Like I had an epiphany, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was never what you do with your thinking that had been the shift I hadn't actually done anything with my thinking I just had this amazing aha moment that was groundbreaking so I was trying to teach manifestation knowing that that's really nothing to do with what I had happened, happened to, to me you. do you see what I mean so it was very difficult for me to like couldn't, I couldn't even explain what mm. had happened so then when Jamie was talking I literally it was like I don't know a month before I was on his clarity program which was back to back in 2015 and so um yeah it was just I need to learn this because he's 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 teaching what I know to me (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't put it into words before that I'd love for your story Lucy and it and one of the things that I'm seeing more and more is how that awakening can happen to people. It's unexplainable because it's, you can't put the formless into words. Yeah. But often, you know, we need to break up to actually wake up. And whether that be through addiction or mental illness or various routes, you know, and see more and more that, that that's happening to people. And when they see people like Jamie Smart, they have that aha this is this is where I need to go yes yeah yes exactly exactly it's like there was just such a simplicity to what he was teaching and talking about and uh the nature of thought and 
the capacity for insight. And I suppose when I think back, there had finally been a separation between me and my thoughts. Whereas before that point, I had been in my thinking about who I am mm. and had never seen that there was thinking and then me, right? So it was like, that was a separation. That was, that was, the, that was the experience that I Lovely. think is the way to explain it. But um, so, yeah, so, yeah, that was it. So you studied with Jamie in 2015. Yeah. So what was the next leg of your journey? Yeah, so, well, I, I wanted to be a coach. And I mean, all sorts of things changed from there, but don't get me wrong. It's not like it's all been amazing uphill experience of my life. It's, it's, it was just the next level of growth. And I, I felt, like I had something for me so I wanted to be a coach and then I invested hundreds of thousands not hundreds of thousands but thousands in um learning how to coach and mm. uh well I was learning that with Jamie um but also then how to become a coach and get clients and so I spent a lot of money learning marketing which is uh what I do now and I had a natural flair for that um, and so, but I kind of burnt out because I didn't do the business the right way around. I did a lot of marketing and a lot of messaging and just doing all of that with, without actually having any clients and doing the kind of bread and butter things that you need for a business. And so basically what happened is, is I loved it, but couldn't carry on living that way. And so I, um, like at some points I was putting council tax on my credit card, <laughs> <laughs> I was just so skin and so not aware of what it meant to have a business I was all like they'll just be fine and that kind of thing and then it just was like yeah at some point you have to stop doing this and go and get some money <laughs> it just wasn't sustainable and uh so then I went and was a teacher for two years and actually I learned there a lot about how I had been commute like not communicating uh properly what I understood I I was kind of basically this these kids right I was teaching them maths and I was trying to show them numbers on a board and I was kind of seeing obviously seeing a pattern in the numbers I think it was when it was like uh you know, when you add a naught onto the end of a number, mm -hmm. that just everything, it's the same. It's just got a naught on the end. And I was just trying to show them this pattern. And the my mentor, the head teacher was saying like, that's far too abstract. Like you've gone way down the thing. And I was like, this is so freaking obvious. Why can't this do it? <laughs> and so it was like, I realized then that I had been doing the same with like three principles that I had gone way above what other people would realize or see. But I was trying to talk to them as if they were on some, some kind of similar level. Mm -hmm. and, um, so I hadn't broken it down. I'd never given it context. I had never really communicated in layman's terms for where other people had been. Like the value and actually it's. I had kind of just been a bit it all just being up a bit a bit warped it must have just come across a bit warped and very theoretical and kind of a little bit 
airy fairy and not really grounded mm-hmm. in the way I had been communicating what I did and kind of just taking for granted that people wouldn't just get what I was talking about and so I really got that with teaching really really was such a profound skill to learn for this uh, understanding because we're selling the intangible and pretty much numbers are intangible yes. so you really have to bring it down and like show them this is the number seven, like the, the number seven, we just get right. Like as adults. And so I had to show them the number seven by breaking things up and repeatedly showing it to them like over and over again, which obviously to me seems like, you know, one of them things where you just don't even realize how much, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the danger I see with my clients now is that they, the messaging they're talking from another zone and they're they're trying to get it across but it's not it doesn't land because they're not going to where they're at so um so basically after that I just couldn't do teaching anymore the the job itself was too draining I just don't have it in me to work that many hours and I was never really into it Um, And so I came back to this world of coaching and then I just started with marketing because I knew that's, I just knew what to do. So I just started with that kind of thing. And so that was the, the, the journey here, but there's all sorts of, yeah, I suppose there's all sorts of ways that the principles help me on that journey in terms of just doing, just taking bigger risks than perhaps I would have um usually and you know where you just don't really buy into the fear yeah and and no matter what we're doing they're always there aren't they that's the things about the principles they are a paradigm they exist in the world like gravity and yeah that that knowledge of them often if we go off track helps us come back on track one thing I'd like to explore with you if that's okay you talked about spending thousands and thousands on learning marketing and I know I've gone down that rabbit hole and I know probably more coaches than I've got fingers and toes who've gone down that rabbit hole Mm -hmm. so could you tell us now how you use that experience and how you've brought it into what you're doing today and what's so unique about what you offer Yes, well, sure. So um, basically, I decided that because I was looking at all these coaches, Jamie included, um, Mm. who'd been in the game for God knows how long, that they had websites, that they had beautiful branding, that they knew how to talk on camera, that they were all of these things, right? Like, just capable of doing all these things, and they just had them all in place. Uh, they had email lists they had youtube channels they had all of that and all the people that I admired had those things right so Mm. I was like well that's what I need to do and it didn't matter that Jamie himself actually said to me um you don't need any of that coaches coach I was like yeah whatever I just still want it I'm just gonna do it and we don't hear I just completely well I just chose completely to ignore him it was Mm. just like but I honestly think that really that was to do with Uh, not really wanting 
to that kind of stuff I felt like I could control very easily whereas real coaching that scared me probably and I probably didn't quite the selling part and getting someone into a conversation and doing that whole thing honestly that made me feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and so I just ignored that part so (laughs) (laughs) I was just kind of hoping that you know people would and they did people did pay me but not proportionate to the amount of energy and time I was spending on all this other stuff and getting that right and so the system that I now teach uh which is why I have a school for it which is why they people do at least usually six months uh and they get this support is because it's never the system that I'm teaching it's really because you're not going to do it because you're frightened of doing the bits that's scary right so I hold like I it's an accountability thing as much as it's bring your fears and we'll demolish them because like you know you just need to keep taking those steps and so those steps aren't building an email list and they're not getting a fancy website let's face it no one looks at websites um like yeah okay you might look at someone's website but unless you drive traffic to a website which is another expense Mm. there's really no point in having one um so that's the kind of thing that people spend thousands on and they just focus all their attention on that and so the the way I teach my system is is the from day one you can get results with getting a client because I teach you to do market research immediately and when I say market research I don't mean surveys I mean uh you get on the phone with potential clients ask them what they want you you pick a theme it's just a theme it doesn't mean that you're niching it just means that you just something that you have some experience of could be relationships could be somewhere in your health could be for me addiction like some area that you've got some kind of connection to mm. like I wouldn't teach business well back then I wouldn't talk business I kind of teach business now but I wouldn't teach accounting so I wouldn't start talking to someone about that kind of things in the business or I wouldn't talk about a divorce right because we've never been married so that's that's what I mean like pick an area that you've got some connection to just roughly and go and speak to those people and just ask them what they want what their problems are and like literally get their language and just start sharing what you know online through posts in a Facebook group which is free completely free and can be changed at any point without having to pay someone 100 pounds because you don't know how to change it yourself which is what you do with websites um and it's just such a simple system and then you just offer your expertise in that area in that particular area and then you just make an offer that they would take a call with you and then they have the call and then you either work together or you don't but the whole process requires absolutely no upkeep whatsoever like it's completely overhead free because Mm -hmm. as soon as you build a a web an email list you need a landing page well then you need to get lead pages and then you need to know how to figure out lead pages and put the nice graphics on there and all of this stuff that just takes forever and is always moving you it's distracting you from just talking to someone right yeah so that's what I teach and that's what you do and so people get clients within the first two weeks of the program because they're talking to their ideal clients and so often people are not always but one of the women who came through she'd never sold her coaching program 
And in this first two weeks, she'd sold six of her first coaching program because she just got on the phone and asked them what they wanted. And she said, well, I have got this program. Do you want it? So that was it. That's That's it. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. And so many, myself included, so many new coaches get stuck in that, I need this, I need that. It's almost that I'll be happy when, I'll start coaching when I've got ABC in order, which actually aren't necessary. But what you said there is that we can use it as an avoidance technique. Oh, Even though we're saying, all I want to do is coach. I don't like this marketing. I think, you know, what you're offering and that um, holding somebody's hand to take the first step, because once you've got that ball rolling, it's off. I think it's a a, a wonderful opportunity for people. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, thank you very much for saying I mean, it just does... Because the point in the, the group, having a Facebook group, just to be clear, is that, yeah, okay, you can have those initial conversations. But most people who are going to buy coaching, there's a deep no like trust mm-hmm. uh, thing that happens. And that occurs most of the time over time. Sometimes it's initial. Yeah, you're the person like with me and Jamie Smart. I was like, I've, got to, I've just got to be on this program. There was, it didn't matter. I didn't need yeah. to know him for a long time. But it's, I see it like songs, you know, songs that you just love instantly. Most of the time, songs grow on you. They don't, you know, and it's the same with people. And so the group allows you to keep sharing your message in a nice little confined space where people have said, yes, I want to listen to more. There's no commitment. There's no kind of like, there's no hurry there. So it's, then the system turns into a longer marketing thing which you can then build on and build like email lists around and all of that stuff is great but you need your messaging correct first Mm -hmm. so there's a whole kind of it's a scalable system it's not just you know these one trick it's not just these one tricks but it it does work it does work so lucy i can imagine that lots of people would like to know more about what you do and I know you do several different programs for people wherever they are and you will do bespoke programs as well yeah yeah. so if somebody wanted to get in touch with you how would they do that yeah well I can either give you um that they can just message me on Facebook Mm -hmm. so that's the easiest way um I have an email address which I'll give you um that you can and I've also got free uh gifts that you can try and you know that uh, I can give you as well so that they can get a taster of the kind of system that I teach um and the kind of work that I do a lot of it is mindset and now it's breath work included as well because that's also really powerful um and uh so you can try all those out and have a Facebook group too called the social media initiation where there's I'm always kind of popping in and that's a nice community there's loads of free trainings in there already as well so um all of those (laughs) okay that's lovely and um just for anybody listening we will produce a little bio of Lucy and we will give you written written details of all these places you can contact her because I'm sure um she she's she is so worth having a conversation with for yourself 
So I'm going to say thank you to Lucy for being my guest today. I've really enjoyed listening to you and I look forward to working more closely with you in the future. And just anything else you'd like to share with our audience today, Lucy? Well, no, just thank you very much for listening. And uh, I've just loved being on here with you. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Lucy. And to all our listeners for now. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh.